Hi everyone, just before we begin this podcast, I would like to mention our brilliant sponsor, ANL Goodbody. ANL Goodbody is a leading Irish corporate law firm and one which really recognizes the importance of their graduate recruitment program. They have recently been voted the most popular graduate employer in law for the 10th year in a row. If you are looking for the chance to develop your career in a supportive, innovative and collaborative environment, ANL Goodbody can provide this in a modern, exciting, diverse and friendly surrounding. And I would really recommend you check out their graduate recruitment opportunities. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Grad Life Podcast. My name is Matthew and on the show today I will be speaking with Fevin Johannes, trainee solicitor at ANL Goodbody. On the show, myself and Fevin will cover her education and professional experience up to now, her time spent studying for the FE1s and securing a training contract with ANL Goodbody. This is a really interesting episode for anyone who wants to know a bit more about what a trainee does on a daily basis and wants to know a bit about how to go about getting that training contract. So hi, Fevin. Welcome to the show. It's really great to have you. Thank you, Matthew. Very nice to meet you and be here. Yeah, we're glad we're glad you're joining us. And um, so I suppose, as always, we'd like to start with a little bit of background about yourself in, in terms of your education. So I know for yourself, coming from Norway, it's got it's, it's a unique experience uh, for the Grad Life podcast. So if you wouldn't mind just telling us a bit about sort of your bachelor's experience and, and how that's affected, impacted your um, your career so far. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, like you said, I am from Norway. So I did my undergrad in political science and administration in Norway. Um, that was three years. So that was my undergrad. Um, I didn't know that I wanted to go into law at that point, which was also why I kind of chose the political science route. So um, I started, didn't really know uh, exactly what I wanted to do. Um, it was very interesting, enjoyed it. And uh, during, I mean, since like right after starting it, I, I got a part-time job. Um, so I was working in sales at that time. So it was a broadband company called um, um, it's a Norwegian anyways, it's a broadband company. So selling, uh, it was cold calling mostly. So that was a very good experience. Didn't really know that I, I could do it. Didn't really know that I enjoyed sales. Kind of gave me an opportunity to get to know myself better in terms of any skills and just kind of your abilities. It's always good to kind of get some work experience while you're also studying. Um, I, I was working before I started my undergrad as well. So I kind of had work experience, but that was more, um, it was in a post-terminal, so not really <laughs> exciting. Um, so in terms of like office type of work, that was my, my first uh, real job if, uh, to say. So um, that was a really good experience. And that's also when I kind of started to think about what I wanted to do uh, going forward, what kind of job I would like to have in the future. And what I kind of did, um, it wasn't mostly based on like my interest, it was more kind of discovering the things that I was good at and trying to kind of map uh, what kind of career would that fit into. Um, so I really enjoyed sales, but I didn't think that I would want to do anything or develop that further. So I kind of started to look into different things and um, like corporate commercial law kind of came up and uh, kind of, you know, the skills that I had developed and then my interest in law kind of matched together. So that's when I kind of decided to do law. Um, so yeah. After that, I actually moved to the UK to do a graduate diploma in law because you you're, you'll be able to do kind of a, a whole law degree within a year because in Norway, you kind of have to do that five year program. Um, after doing two years, I didn't really uh, think about like going back and starting all over again and do five years. So so that's that's how I kind of got into law. Yeah. 
No, that's great. And I think you touched on something really interesting there is kind of the transferable skills you can get from any job you're doing whilst in college. I think a lot of people kind of working in, in shops and stuff never really realize yeah. uh, how much that can benefit them um, going into uh, a career like law where you're working with people all the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, as you touched on there, you went to the UK uh, and did yeah, your graduate diploma in law. And I suppose yeah. did, did that help? Um I suppose solidify uh, that law was what you wanted to do uh, and like and how did that sort of how did how was your experience on that yes a hundred percent because at that point I wasn't really sure like I knew that I had the interest and I wanted to look into it more but not having studied law you you don't really know exactly if that's if that is for you uh, so that really helped me kind of figure that out and um yeah, at the end, I, I knew that I was going to apply for a training contract. I knew that I wanted to go into commercial law. So that kind of gave me a really good introduction into law. Yeah, no, that's good. And then I suppose it took you then over to Ireland, uh, to Dublin, um, <laughs> uh, where you did an, an LLM and UCD. Uh, could you tell yeah. us a bit about that? Yeah, so uh, the reason I did that was uh, purely out of interest. I um, I came to Ireland, uh, I got a job offer at Microsoft. So since I had the sales background, I I, I still went into sales. I didn't really get, uh, I didn't go after like a legal role. And kind of just to point that out, like you don't need uh, legal experience necessarily to be able to get a training contract and qualify as a solicitor. You, you, there are so many other jobs that will give you the transferable skills that you mentioned. Um, so just to kind of point that out, but I was working in Microsoft and then I applied for my training contract and decided to do the LLM afterwards. Um, it wasn't necessary to get a training contract or anything that was purely out of interest. And yeah, with the tech background that I had, I, I did an LLM in IP and IT law. Uh, so that was very interesting, but I was also doing the FU once at the same time. So <laughs> a bit of a stressful period, but really enjoyed it. Gave me, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to study something just because you're interested and not because you have to, or like it's part of a course. It just it was just like a, a nice thing to kind of do for myself. So really enjoyed that. Yeah, no, it does, um, and it does sound like a a busy period. I know a lot of people are kind of uh, in two minds about whether they can manage the FE ones in conjunction with the likes of a master. So it would be kind of interesting to get your insight on how you found that, uh, how you found the workload, and whether looking back you you would do that again. Yeah, I think um, I would have probably enjoyed it more if that's all I was doing in terms of my LLM. Uh, doing the FE once at the same time did put a bit of a pressure. Um, also, because I, I decided to wait until I actually had my training contract confirmed before signing up to the FE one exam. So that was probably not uh, the best move, but I also wanted to start my training contract as soon as possible. So that was just a personal choice that I made, but I would kind of recommend mapping out in terms of because I don't think it's a yes or no question in terms of you know like your personal circumstances like I wasn't working at that time but then again I did have the benefit of having a really good job beforehand that enabled me to do that um so I think it, it's it depends on your personal circumstances but it is doable if you if you have a goal and you know if there is a reason for doing it like it's manageable and you can do it but at the same time kind of balancing what's important to you, like if you really want to enjoy your time and have a bit more free time <laughs> while you're studying, then maybe it's a good idea to kind of do one at a time. So depending on 
you know, your timeline, what you're trying to achieve within a certain period, like it really depends. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's really useful to get that sort of an insight. Um, and I suppose, yeah, as you touched on, then you managed, you, you got your training contract. So that's uh, with ANL Good Body. And how have you found that so far? What, um, if you could tell us a bit, I suppose, about your experience as a trainee up to now. Yeah, so I did the summer internship in 2019. So that's how I got the training contract at the end. Um, so far, it's been it's been amazing. Um, starting, you know, you kind of I had those questions that, you know, people usually ask, like, how is it? How is it being a trainee? What do you do day to day? How Just in general, you want to know how it is. And it has met my expectations. It's been a lot of learning and kind of getting used to the system and everything at the start. But then again, now I'm at the end of my first seat. So I see a big difference in terms of how, how it was when I started and where I am at right now. So you do learn a lot and you do develop and uh, the work is very enjoyable. So it's been great. Yeah, no, that sounds great. And would you be able to tell us, I suppose, a bit more than coming towards the end of your first seat about the work you've been doing and, and what sort of um, things you've been involved with as a, as a trainee? Yeah, so um, my first seat was in litigation. Um, but then again, I've done a very different things <laughs> throughout my seat. So it hasn't been only litigation related cases. So um, been able to, you know, I've, I did, I was involved in a mediation at the start of my, my first seat. Um, that was really great, kind of something that you wouldn't uh, normally be able to do. So that was really nice and a good experience to have. Um, and since then, different different areas of law that I've been researching, been involved in drafting advice, uh, preparing books for court, um, very varied work to say, <laughs> to kind of, it's, it's hard to be like, this is what I do every day because you do get something new to do every day and it's 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 interesting and you kind of get to learn things that you would have never come across and things that you never knew about that you start like start researching and have to kind of become an expert in it <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's been really good so far yeah I think that is one interesting thing about litigation departments in particular is that you can be working on something just wildly different uh, from day to day yeah. Um, and I suppose coming to the end of that now, do you have an indication of uh, where you're going to be next and, and what sort of work you'll be doing? Yeah, so my second seat is going to be in the ComTech department. So it's uh, commercial technology. Um, kind of been excited to do that as, uh, like I mentioned, being in Microsoft before that and my LLM. So kind of looking forward to kind of implementing the things that I've learned um, throughout my experience. So that's uh, very excited for that. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's nice. I think coming into a training contract like that, um, you often have your eye on a seat, a seat or two. And I, I suppose for yourself, having the background in tech, uh, it's really nice to be able to get that opportunity. Um, yeah. And I suppose in working as as a trainee, how, how have you found, um, I suppose, with, with A&L um, that you've been able to sort of go after those areas that you're in, interested in working in, like in tech? So we do get to put uh, put off our preferences for where we want to go. Um, my first seat, I didn't uh, really know enough to kind of say, oh, I want to go into this area or that area. Um, like I said, I did know that I wanted to do a seat in commercial technology. But since you do have four seats, you can do it at any time. So for my first one, I kind of just wanted to 
be placed somewhere and then kind of get up to speed on everything in terms of the system and just how things work and yeah just getting my feet wet <laughs> first so um I didn't really put in a preference but if you do you do they do accommodate you uh very well like you do have uh, an opportunity to talk to the grad recruitment team and kind of talk about why you want to go there or if, if you do have a preference so that's been really really good because you kind of and also it's nice when you actually have a reason um you know like some people just want to try different things and they don't really mind where they're placed and some people have a very clear idea of where they want to go but I think it's important to kind of keep an open mind if you don't if you don't really have past experience that like you've you really know where you want to go that you kind of you're open to different different things because you never know what you're going to like I didn't think that I was going to enjoy litigation because I've mostly been focused on like with my past experience like business development type of work so I thought I would be more inclined towards advisory work but also I've been enjoying litigation so that's that's a good example that you know something that you might have thought that you wouldn't enjoy when you try it it's completely different to what you expect so to kind of keep an open mind about things that's uh it's a main thing yeah no that, I think that's really important to to bear in mind and I suppose starting a job um at the time you you started in ANL I suppose is never easy um I imagine it was largely online and um, how how's your experience been I suppose uh in your first kind of with your first seat um working uh, in the sort of environment we're in at the moment yeah so of course it's it's very different to what I've done before and also we didn't expect that we were going to start our training contract virtually but it's it's surprisingly it's been going very well I've had opportunities to go into the office um, a few times so that that's kind of been nice to kind of meet everyone in person so I think I've I've met everyone on my team in person so that that really helps to kind of um, get to know people better than you do on Zoom calls. Uh, but in general, in terms of the work, it's it wouldn't be much different, I think, if you're working in person than you're working virtually because most of what we do is online. Um, so I personally, I, I don't have anything negative to say about working virtually. I think it's it's working very well and the team's been really good at communicating and you know, you you pick up the phone and ask a question if you need help with anything, just like going to someone's office. So, yeah, it's 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 been working well, I would say. I don't know if other people would have a different experience, but personally, I think it's been working well. Yeah, no, that's great to hear, I think. Um, and I suppose you touched on then being able to meet with the team. I think that's a really great thing that you've been able to do, um, because I know in the past year it's been hard for people to 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 get into the office so um in meeting the team have you been able to get involved with anything i suppose outside of um i suppose your day-to-day work with in anl um and and i suppose how does how has that uh looked yeah so uh it was actually the first or second week after i started i uh, got involved with the co- uh, cultural diversity team and they were very open and welcoming and you know kind of wanted to hear everyone's suggestions and kind of a very nice environment to be in. You know, you, you don't really know what to expect when you go into a very large law firm and you, there are a lot of people to kind of uh, communicate with and like get along with. So you don't really know what to expect, but everyone, everyone I've met so far has been really nice and friendly and welcoming. So that was really nice. And we actually uh, got into the conversation about the different like 
events that we would organize. And during that time, it was uh, Ramadan. So we uh, organized uh, a talk about what Ramadan is, what it means to us and how it is fasting and just kind of an informative, but also informal talk. Uh, so that was really nice and uh, got to meet a lot of new people that I wouldn't have come across, especially since we're working from home. It's not, you know, you don't meet people randomly like waiting for the elevator in the office. So that was kind of nice to have that exposure to the wider firm. And we had a lot of people attending that talk, which kind of helps you kind of um, you feel like people are interested in kind of learning and developing. So, yeah, that was a really nice experience to have at the very start of my seat. So that's something I've done like outside of my day-to-day work. Yeah, no, that sounds really great. And it sounds like there's a real appetite, I suppose, in the firm for for learning about that and, and for getting involved. Um, and have you found, yeah. have you gotten involved with any uh, other sort of networks in the firm or is it mainly just uh, focusing in on that one? So I I mean, there are a lot, a lot of different networks that you can join. I think for me, I've just, I've been waiting to kind of go back into the office and be able to get involved uh, more that way. Um, also, you know, you do have your work and, uh, you know, if you have a few things that you're focusing on, you tend to be more invested and do well, I think. So just trying to do one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's always wise uh, not to, to overload yourself with things. Yeah. Um, and I suppose then back back a bit to um, your day-to-day as a trainee, um, working in the team, I suppose on litigation, it can be a busy team and lots going on all the time. How have you found um, being, I guess, was being in your position as a trainee there, um, how have you interacted with the rest of the team and, and how has the work, um, work, how has the work gone for you uh, working on the team? Yeah, so we do have three team meetings a week. So Mondays, we tend to go around the table discussing what we have, what we're working on and our capacity to take on more work or if we need help. Uh, so that that really helps you kind of map out your week and kind of know what you have on the agenda. So that's nice. And then Wednesdays, we do have another team call and Fridays, uh, we have social calls. So that kind of gives you an opportunity to just talk with the team and connect socially without having to talk about work. Uh, but then again, you do have interactions with people that give you work throughout the week. So you do communicate a lot with the people that you work with. Um, the work, I mean, it gets busy at times. So there is a kind of that you do have to be responsible and kind of take ownership of your work and be proactive and, kind of you know having that mentality that you're part of a team so not just you know keeping to the things that you've been told to do but also think about how can you be of help maybe there's something there's something that you know someone hasn't thought about yet that you can probably do if you have a few minutes you know free time to do it or um kind of thinking about next steps and okay you've been asked to do something but what are they going to do with this after you deliver it and then kind of be like, oh, is that something that I can help with as well? And then, you know, it kind of helping because when people are busy, it's hard to constantly give instructions about every little thing. So I think that's kind of advice that I would give to someone starting out that kind of be proactive and be an asset to a team. Um, so and then you do get good feedback on the work that you do. So you learn and yeah. I think the team's been really good at actually coming back with the things that you've worked on and 
give you feedback on the things that you can improve on or how to do something better. And then you, you do get better. So it's really nice. Yeah, no, it sounds great to have that kind of feedback loop where you're, you're learning all the time. Um, and how have you found, I suppose, the, the work-life balance in terms of managing those responsibilities and, and I suppose, maintaining um, everything else you've got going on? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, do, I do like to <laughs> keep myself busy. Um, during lockdown, before I started my training contract, I, I started a blog uh, on Instagram called Suits and Lattes. So I was trying to kind of give advice on applications and things like that. So I think it's important to kind of have something outside of work, um, also to keep you creative and also kind of have something, uh, something else to do as well. Uh, I think that makes you better at your work as well. So that's I think that's really important. And it's all about time management. I think if you you know, certain weeks will be busier than others. And, you know, sometimes you do have more time to do other things. So it's all about planning out your days, your weeks and yeah, time management, I think is the key word. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. And it definitely seems like you're, you've gotten quite good at it. I mean, being able to run a blog and in conjunction <laughs> with, with everything else is, is very impressive. Um, and I suppose then, Going forward, do you have, I suppose, with your tech background, um, it, it's handy you're going into a, a tech-based seat now, but do you have kind of an idea of what you might like to, to see yourself doing after your traineeship, or is it still very much a case of, of figuring that out as you go? I think uh, I'm still at that point where I'm trying to be open-minded and kind of get all the experience that I can get at this point and then decide at the end. Um, I do have areas that I'm more interested in than others, but at the same time, it is, I just finished my first seat. So I don't want to make any decisions, even just mentally about anything now. Um, Cause like I said, like it's easily the third seat that I'm doing, if it's in pensions or tax, like I could have, I could easily love that and kind of change my mind. So, and I know a lot of people do that as well. So I'm kind of just keeping that in mind, but yeah, kind of staying open to everything at this point yeah no I do definitely think keeping an open mind is is a really important part of that um and I suppose then if you were to look back at yourself when you were in Norway doing your undergrad is there anything you would have uh told you you'd like to you would have liked to known uh that that you know now yeah I think the for me because I I didn't really have a clear roadmap of how to get to the point where I am at right now so that can be a bit stressful because you don't really know how things are going to go you don't really know your next steps until you're actually at that point uh, especially not really knowing how the system works like the because being in Norway like the system in Norway and here it's completely different never heard of training contracts never knew that I needed to get internships and you know get work experience so if you already have that information it is it makes your life much easier um so I think you know just kind of going back and tell myself that it's going to work out and like just being you know trust trust the process and everything in terms of timeline as well I I didn't get a training contract right after my undergrad as some people would you know have if they have that information it's easier to kind of know when to do what so I think 
you know, everyone have their own journeys and it's okay if you're doing something late or if you're taking a break, getting work experience or, you know, taking time off to travel. You don't really have to follow anyone else's timeline. So I think that's that's something that I would kind of tell myself if I if I could go back. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a really useful takeaway, I think, is that there's not one set route that everyone has to take. And like um, you get you get to the same place eventually, like it doesn't really matter um, when. And I think that's a really useful, yeah. useful point. Um, and I suppose one thing we'd like to ask uh, on the Grad Life podcast for all of our guests is um, if they have any book recommendations of anything that has helped them along the way. Uh, so if you could tell us a bit, if you have anything. Yep. So uh, one that I read, um, it was a, a while back now, but it's called Work Like a Woman by uh, Mary Portas. And it's, the main thing for me was um, not so much about working like a woman, but kind of uh, she talks a lot about how she, uh, you know, became more successful when she stopped uh, comparing herself to other people and just trusting her own gut and like working the way she thinks that she should. Um, but I think that kind of applies uh, in a general sense where you don't have to always compare yourself to other people and try to do something a certain way, because that is how other people do it you can do your own thing and still be successful um I think that kind of helps you kind of you know be better because you sometimes you do know something that someone else doesn't know because of your experience or your background so kind of trusting yourself and not comparing yourself to other people I think a really helpful tip that I kind of took from that book that kind of helped me yeah no that's another amazing tip you're giving uh, this will be a wealth of, of um, information <laughs> for people. Um, so, yeah, that's work like a woman. Um, yeah, I think that'll be a, a, an interesting read for, for any of our listeners. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm conscious of the time. I know uh, you're, you're a busy person. <laughs> We've got lots, lots of work to do. So I won't take you uh, take any more of your day, Fevin. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on to the show. It's been really great to have you and, and to get your insights. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been really great.